Hey everyone, welcome to the Art of Fulfillment podcast hosted by Meditation for Millennials. I'm Joe Corsione, your host for today, and we have an awesome guest on our show today. Uh, Anna McCarthy is a business mindset coach who helps women start and grow their own business with the goal of gaining financial freedom. She decided to pursue this path after finding herself unfulfilled through the typical path of a young adult's life of going through college and working a full-time corporate job. Not only was she finding herself unfulfilled, she was also laid off from her college job before the holiday season. She then realized that teaching other people was one of her passions in life, and so she decided to pursue that relentlessly as her path in life. This relentless pursuit is paid off for Anna as she is on track to make $250,000 next year, which is absolutely impressive to go from a place where you know you don't know what you're doing to have that level of financial freedom. It is truly awesome. And not only is she finding that financial freedom, but she's also extremely fulfilled uh, on her path uh, for what she's doing now. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest, Anna McCarthy. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Anna. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Awesome. So I just like, because you coach women and, um, for, for all the men listening to like, you're, I, I would assume that the lessons that you teach don't only apply to women, right? Like there's something that guys could take away from what you teach too, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So I do coach women. Um, however, my lessons are, I mean, universal, everybody can learn from them. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I just wanted to, to make that out there. And, and yeah, I mean, I've, I've looked at a lot of your content too, and it's, it's definitely not just for women, right? Like you, you give content in a way that's empowering for anyone and useful for anyone too. So I think there's a lot to learn and, and I'm really looking forward to our, you know, our discussion here. So, um, so I'm like, my, my first question is when you were feeling unfulfilled going through the motions of life and school and your jobs, you know, like what really what really caused you to take action towards a life of fulfillment? Like, was it frustration? Was it, um, were you just, you know, tired of the way that you were living? Like, what was it that really, uh, took you to take the path towards a more fulfilling life? Kind of all of the above. I really felt stuck. I felt like I was never going to get where I wanted to get. Um, I was working at a job that really didn't have a growth path. It had a very limited one. However, I found myself uninterested in working for any other company. I just found the corporate world, which had always been my dream. I was so uninspired by it. I didn't want to start a new job. I didn't want to work in a different agency. And so I was really stuck. Like, am I ever going to be happy? How do I figure this out? What am I meant to be doing? Um, I had really never thought of owning my own business because I never knew what I would do. And I did not realize that you can earn a huge living and a really satisfying living just by sharing what you know and what you're passionate about, which I think a lot of people don't realize. They're like, oh, I have to have a master's. I have to I have to work those like really unfulfilling jobs and jobs that I hate. But you don't. Um, you get to do whatever you want. And as long as you're doing something that really fulfills you and something you really love, that money is going to come and that security is going to come and you're going to be okay. Yeah, that's awesome. And I love how you pointed out, how, you know, you were feeling stuck. And I think that's where a lot of people, including myself, uh, you know, a few years ago, I was feeling in a place of just absolute trapped. But I think a lot of millennials nowadays are just so stuck and they don't know what to do. So like, 
what helped you to reach that level of clarity to realize that, you know, you can start your own business. You can make money by sharing what you know, like, cause you know, a lot of people that it's, it's really awesome to hear that you had the insight to do it, but was it something that you came across or maybe someone you spoke to, or was it maybe just like a random insight that you had? So it totally fell into my lap. Um, a Facebook group actually popped up on my newsfeed that somebody else had joined or commented on. And it was this woman, Angie Lee, and she's a marketing coach, which I did not even know was a thing. And I worked in event marketing, actually. Um, and so I just started listening to her. And she really opened my eyes because she was making huge money and she was so happy. And she was just sharing things that she was passionate about with other people and teaching them how to be happy. And I realized that I was totally capable of that. And it really like lit a fire in me. And I knew that's what I was going to be doing. That's awesome. Yeah. Like when you feel that fire, like I, I know how like just, just awesome it feels to have it in you. And then like to pursue it is like a whole nother level. So like on your path to pursue that, um, you know, like, did you like, what did you do to build the skills necessary? Cause you know, maybe a lot of people are thinking, um, you know, I want to start my business. Like I want to share what I want to learn, but I, I feel like I don't have the skills. Like, so, so what did you do in your path to build those skills if you had to, or even maybe not build the skills, but just, you know, build the business. What, what were kind of like the, the steps you took in that action? So it's a lot of really scary, really uncomfortable steps. The biggest one for me was working on myself. And I think, I think, any entrepreneur really needs to do it, um, but especially a coach. I really had to figure out what exactly I wanted, where my mental blocks were, so my money mindset, my emotional blocks, like what was going on inside of me. So I, the first thing I did was I hired a therapist, to be mm -hmm. honest. I was like, I have to figure out what's going on. And then I started invest. My first big investment was a course, an online course. Um, and then I started investing in breathwork classes, yoga classes. Mm. Another huge investment for, I guess it's a big investment for a lot of people, is nutrition. So I started eating organic foods, really good healthy foods, which people don't think about. And that may have been the biggest catalyst um, in my mindset changes because I had no more brain fog and I was ready to go. I felt good. Um, so just really the investments in myself, I learned a lot and a lot of skills just, I mean, I learned a lot in my courses and my events, but a lot of it came from inside of me, the better care I took of myself, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. It makes total sense. And and there's like a few points that I definitely want to highlight in there is, is like, number one, like you were, you, you got a therapist and I think that there's absolutely like zero, like, I think there's a lot of stigma around getting a therapist, right? Like people think that, oh, if I get a therapist and there must be something wrong with me. And like, first of all, like if that's true, so be it. But second of all, like there's no shame in it, right? Like it only helps you. It's an investment. And what goes into that is you get, um, you know, that third party perspective looking at you from an objective angle, right? So that's huge. And then I love the part that you mentioned about your diet, right? Like people don't think about uh, diet being such a huge part in being fulfilled and, and doing something that like really excites you in life. But like nutrition gives you the energy, man. Like, I mean, it's like, it's it's not talked about too much and i'm i'm so happy that you said that you also mentioned that it was 
you know, a lot of scary steps that you had to take. And so fear holds back a lot of people from starting their own business, from taking that leap, from, you know, stepping on that treadmill for the first time to lose weight, like whatever it is. So how do you personally uh, conquer fear? And, you know, how do you deal with it when it does come up? So I'm not going to lie. I have a lot of really awesome cheerleaders in my life. Um, I've been very fortunate to kind of really hang on to some awesome people and also attract some really awesome people um, that cheer me on when I get that imposter syndrome, that self-doubt, but also just that realization that you're going to have that same fear six months in the future. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's always going to be something that scares you and there's always going to be something else that scares you. So you can either do it and get on the other side of it Or you can sit there and you can be uncomfortable and be scared. You're going to be scared regardless. So just do the thing that's going to lead you to fulfilling yourself and living your dreams rather than being so scared of it that you'll stay miserable and stay. You're going to be uncomfortable regardless. So for me, that's what I tell myself. I love that. I love that. That makes sense. Like it's, it's no matter what, you're going to be uncomfortable with which path are you going to take the one that's going to serve you or the one that's going to hurt you. I, I actually really love that. I've never, never heard of it like that before. So, um, and, and just to kind of like follow up on that, um, you know, when people are in that spot of uncomfortableness, like they're also unfulfilled. So from your experience, whether it's from your clients, whether it's from friends, whether it's family or even yourself, like, what do you believe is the main cause of why people aren't fulfilled in their lives? I think a lot of it is societal standards, to be honest, which some people might disagree with. But especially as millennials, like we're taught to go the same course as our parents. You know, my parents are wonderful people. They have supported me and my brothers in pretty much whatever we've done. But even still, like we grew up, Like, you're going to go to four-year school, then you're going to get a corporate degree, and you're going to pay it off. And that's not how a lot of people are happy, but we're taught to feel like failures if that doesn't work for us. Um, So, yeah, so overcoming that is huge, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, totally agree. I think, like, you know, it's it's like we expect – we feel like we're expected to be a certain way by society – right? Like, like society expects us to go to school and get that job, like you said, but when we don't do that, it's, it's, it, it causes that unfulfillment. So, um, so now that we understand, I guess, from your perspective, like, you know, why people aren't fulfilled and, and how that applied to you. So, um, how, what would you say to someone who's like, okay, like I'm ready to take the step, but like, I have no idea like what the heck I want to do. Like, what would your advice be to someone who's in that position? Yeah, absolutely. So I get this question a lot and I always tell people like you need to look into yourself because that's going to come to you. Um, So you really need to start spending time by yourself in the quiet, which is very unnatural to most of us now. Um, But you need to take that time outside. You need to like without music, without podcasts, you need to just be outside in nature, which I know is weird for a lot of people. Um, And taking the time to journal and meditate what are you grateful for you need to figure out your own stuff before you get that download and you're going to get that download it's going to hit you like a brick wall you can't force it and the more that you force it um the harder you're going to push it out so 
we're all meant to be doing something, right? Like whether you believe in sexual intelligence, the universe, a god, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's all the same concept, just different perceptions. Um, so you really need to be open to that. You're here for a purpose and you need to chill the F out. <laughs> like just take a step back, relax, start doing things that feel really great. Um, start filling your life with things that you love and you'll be naturally drawn more towards your alignment. And I know people don't like to hear that answer. Everybody always rolls their eyes at me, but that's the truth. You cannot read a specific book. You cannot listen to a specific podcast. You can't do it. It comes from inside of you. So. Yeah, I totally agree. And like, like, as you were saying that, like for me, that that's what kind of helped me to, pursue this journey on meditation for millennials was I, I started to meditate more and look inside of me, right. And, and see it from an unjudgmental eye. And that is where I started to really find out what are the things I liked? What are the things I didn't like? It was just all being more self-aware. Right. And, um, and so like, you know, just to kind of dig deeper into like the meditation side, like for you, like, what does your meditation practice look like if you do do some, or I know you mentioned before that you took like breath work and yoga classes. So, um, in terms of like that mindfulness realm, like what, is, what do those practices look for you, um, on a daily or weekly basis? So for me, I make sure that I take at least a half an hour every single morning. Typically, it's when I drink my coffee to just not have my phone, not have any music. I sit in this really nice room in my house with a fireplace on. And then I do that throughout the day. So that's my, my first one. Typically, sometimes there's some journaling. Um, and then I have an Australian cattle dog who needs to be walked like a million hours a day. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> luckily for me, she's an awesome tool because I spend a ton of time outside, um, which especially this time of year can be really difficult in some places, but that's really calming for me to just hear nothing. Um, and to get your body moving is huge too. Um, and then a lot of times I'll go to, a restorative yoga class or a breath work class, a, a guided meditation. And if I don't get to one of those and I make sure that I meditate for at least 15 to 20 minutes at the end of the day, just to kind of release everything and get inside of myself. But if I don't do that, I get so anxious. I That's when the negative thoughts, you know, the imposter syndrome, the how am I going to do this? stuff like that. So it's so important to keep that in check. And I know taking time out of people's day, like a lot of people have trouble just setting aside the time to meditate. Um, so I usually tell people like, just take 30 seconds, 10 times a day and just stop your brain. Um, and that sometimes is enough of a reset for people because people just need to learn to shut up, you know? And like, Sometimes people need the reminder, like, it's okay to be quiet and you need to be quiet. You need to stop yourself in your tracks multiple times a day or else we just, it turns into like a hurricane in your head. Um, yeah, that's a great point. Like, it's like, I, I like to think about it. Like, uh, if you don't like meditate, it's like uh like a room that is getting dirtier each day, right? And like, if you don't like clean it or tidy it up each day, like, it'll just 
get, get dirtier and dirtier and dirtier until all of a sudden it's like unlivable, right? Like that's kind of like how like the mind works. And I also love that you said in the beginning too, have like, you know, you consider like that 30 minutes in the morning where it's no phone and, and you're just, you know, with your coffee in a room that was like really bringing peace. Like that in a sense is meditation, right? It's like, you're just being mindful. Like you may not be just like sitting down and like doing the actual practice of meditation, but you're, you're practicing mindfulness, which is like huge. And I think that, you know, that works as well too. And I, and I love that 30 second a day, uh, 10 times a day rule. Like if for our listeners who, have the excuse that they can't find time to meditate. I'm sure that you can take that away with you. So, um, you know, going back to before, like go like about taking action, right. And how you said you can just sit all day and, and just think about it, but it's not until you take action that you do. So, right. Like, let's just say our listener, uh, meditates and listens to themselves, finds what they want to do, knows what they want to do. And now that they want to take action, um, but I bet some of our listeners are thinking like that's easier said than done. So what would you what would you say to people who are thinking that, and what would you say to people to in order to get them to take action on their dreams? Yeah, absolutely. So it's definitely easier said than done, but so is literally everything else in life. Um, everything is so scary at the beginning, like hopping on, hopping on video, taking for a lot of people posting pictures of themselves. Um, everything is really scary and you have to one you have to just do it just five four three two one jump you know start the website take a photo of yourself post a video of yourself talking on your stories and then celebrate you have to celebrate those little victories um because they make the next step so much easier so if i do this really scary thing which for some people even just telling people what their idea is is so scary so tell the person tell somebody what your idea is and then celebrate with yourself um that was my biggest thing every single scary thing that i did i celebrated so there was something good immediately on the other side i love that yeah i'll go ahead if you were if you if you had more to that go ahead oh i was just gonna say those little brave things really add up and will really get you going it's not necessarily always the giant grand gestures like those are going to be scary regardless but just acknowledging that the little tiny things are really freaking scary um and being happy for yourself for doing them and be it's okay to be proud of yourself and that really will help you keep doing them yeah for sure i love that and um you know, how, how you talk about like just it's the little things each day that add up, right? Like and it's not like some big grandos thing. I think that's just like so true, right? It's more of like what we do on like a habitual basis as opposed to like what we do on like a like a monthly basis, right? Like it's all just the small things. And and to go back on your point in celebration, like celebrating yourself after you do those things, like I totally agree. And that's a step that for me I struggled with. And then when I started to do it more. Uh, I started to build much more momentum doing the small things and doing the, or I shouldn't say the small things, but doing the difficult things. So when you say like, you know, celebrate, you know, your little wins and everything, like, what does that mean to you? Like in terms of like how you actually celebrate? So for me, a lot of it is just, it's internal, like, oh my God, you did this. Um, or texting a friend that's on the journey with me and we can celebrate together. It's really just something small, unless it's something. dinner or you know just doing something that I love and 
honestly, a lot of the time it's just me cheering for myself, which is totally fine because that's a good feeling. And celebrating and feeling super happy and super proud of yourself is such a strong emotion that mm-hmm. that can really propel you a lot more than you would think because we're not necessarily taught to celebrate ourselves and be proud of ourselves so we forget how good it feels yeah and especially because like we're usually the hardest persons on ourselves right like like if we talked to other people the way that we talk to ourselves most of the time like no one would like us (laughs) and it's it's good to switch that into a perspective of positive self-talk and, you know, hyping yourself up instead of putting yourself down. I think it's just like so awesome. Um, so kind of like switching topics here. Um, one of the posts that I really loved on your page was that you talked about using your gut as like a roadmap to guide you. Um, you know, some people might call it, uh, intuition or, you know, I got a feeling or something like that, but, but to you, like what does using your gut mean and, and how can people start listening to their gut a lot more in their lives? So the biggest thing about learning and listening to your gut is slowing down because there's so much chaotic energy all the time. Um, It's hard to sometimes focus internally and feel really what we're feeling. All of your emotions are actually stored in your gut. Um, And I mean, we're energetic beings, we're connected to the earth, right? We're connected to other energy. So naturally that goes through our gut, which sure some scientists would disagree. But um, so just slowing down, like you know intuitively what you're supposed to be doing, where you're supposed to be going. Um, And we're taught to not necessarily follow that a lot of time. We're taught to follow what other people say and societal rules. For me, the biggest payoff to listening listening to my gut and this was the first time I really made a big decision based on my gut was I was offered a six-figure job right out of college it was kind of my dream Um, I thought I manifested it and about 10 minutes before I got the phone call offering me the job officially I signed a lease to move 1100 miles away from the job. Um, And I got on the phone with this man who had fought really hard for me to be offered the job because I don't remember the reasoning. Um, And I told him, I said, listen, like, I screwed this up, like, but I can't back out now. And he said, why did you do that? And I said, because I had to follow my gut. It felt like there was lightning inside of me. Um. And that turned out to be one of the best decisions that I ever made. And it was the biggest personal growth decision I ever made. And from then on, I was like, I have to do exactly what my gut says. Like, it's not going to lead me astray. And anytime I've ever gone against what my gut is telling me, it ends up not being a great decision. Um, so for me, that's, that's what I've found. And I think a lot of people would be a lot happier if they just slowed down and listened to themselves and trusted themselves. Jeez, that's that's insane. I I mean to turn down a I mean turning down a six-figure job, right? To some people they're like, "Oh my god, like why would you do that?" But I think what's even more like crazy and just awesome about that story is that, you know, you thought that this was something that was your dream, right? Like you thought that this was the goal you were trying to reach. 
but your intuition or gut was telling you like, no, this is not actually what you want. And so it's kind of like that, that battle between the mind and like your intuition, right? Like, and, and to like, listen to your intuition is just like so huge, right? Cause it's like your subconscious, right? And, and sometimes like our logical brain can get in the way. And I, for everyone listening, like I hope that you take that away. And, and it's, it's definitely a, um, a little of an abstract concept, but there's a lot of, uh, of information and studies and, and things out there that talks about listening to the intuition. So I think that's just so awesome. And, and you should be, you know, pr- like really, really proud of yourself for doing that. And, and it looks like it, it paid off, right? Yeah, absolutely. But it also was, I beat myself up for years and years and years about it afterwards, which I think is an important thing to bring up. It's not like you follow your gut and then it's immediate payoff. Like I was really miserable for a long time in the city that I lived in. I spent almost five figures getting down there, which for a recent graduate is a ton of money. Um, And I moved back after a year and I thought that I had wasted all of that time and all of that money for no reason. And now that I have done a lot of self work, I realized just how critical that was to my life and putting me where I'm supposed to be now. Mm. Why was it like so critical for you? Cause I think a lot of people do that. Like they'll, they'll take a step, doesn't go in their way. Right. Like, like let's just say they try to start a business and it goes like two years and it totally fails. Right. And they're like, Oh God, like, why did I do that? But you said it was like so important like in your life to go through a similar kind of situation. So why was it so important for you? And and what did you pull away from that situation? So for me personally, it it was the growth that came with it. So I went to high school and college within probably 10 minutes of each other. So I was always surrounded by my family and the same high school friends. I was living almost in my same community. I mean, I was out on my own, obviously. So it was a little bit different, but it was secure. It was safe. Um, Anytime I needed anything, my family was right there or my friends were right there. And so I decided to really catapult myself. So I picked a city where I knew nobody. An acquaintance had just moved down there and needed a roommate. And that's how we ended up living with each other. But you do not learn much about yourself until you are totally alone um it was so scary I was the south is I'm from the northeast and the south is totally different it's a totally different animal the people are totally different um safety is different everything so I learned so much about myself you know I had never really panicked about money before until I had I had spent all my money to get down there and so I was working a serving job where I was making sometimes twenty dollars a shift Um, just really scary stuff that I had never gone through before that really helped me grow as a person. Like I became so much more secure in who I am. I did not fit in, in the South. Um, I was shameful about that for a while, but I didn't. Um, the city I was in tends to box people into a a group. That's how they're comfortable. Um, which is, I'm not going to say fine, but that's how their society is. And that's that. And from the Northeast, that's not how we are. <laughs> yes. um, but I, I didn't fit in, you know, like I, I wasn't quiet. I'm loud. But I also am really accepting of all people, which isn't necessarily the culture 
down there, which might get a lot of crap from saying that, but that's not how it is down there. And so I had a really hard time. So just learning to be secure in who I am and realizing too that it's okay to be unhappy and go back home. It's not a failure. Um, but that was huge for me for learning about myself and also that giant investment, which that was the first big investment I'd ever made in myself. And I kind of just threw that money out the window. Right. Um, but now I'm not a scared, I'm not scared to invest large amounts of money in myself, which has definitely propelled me very far. Wow. That's, that's awesome. And, and I, th- I love how you consider that also like a part of like the things that you invested in yourself, right? Cause a lot of people, like would think that when you say investing in yourself, it means like the things like courses and seminars and books and all those things. But you, you considered that purchase and investment in yourself because you learned so much of yourself. And like in the end of the day, right? Like that's, that's the most important thing that you can really get from, from life, right? Is just learning, especially like when you go through times that are like, they seem like failures and they seem like they were bad decisions and maybe they were, but in the end of the day, you know, the, the knowledge that you get from it is just so valuable and it exceeds any money that you may have spent or uh, seemingly wasted right on those moments. So I think it's just, that's, that's an absolutely awesome story. So, um, so I guess like switching to like your, your coaching career um, when you first started to get, the ball rolling, right? Like when, whether it was getting your first client or setting up, uh, your business, um, you know, really starting to post on Instagram, what was the feelings that were, that were going on inside you as you were, uh, taking the first steps in this journey, or maybe when you hit like a a first big milestone? Sure. So they were so scary. I wanted to throw up every single day. (laughs) Um, I'm not even going to pretend that they weren't, um, But again, it goes back to who I surrounded myself with. So for every really terrifying thing that I had to do, I had an army of cheerleaders, you know, on the other side of my phone. And um, yeah, and so they've been there to cheer me on when I want when I don't want to do something so badly, Um, which when I don't want to do something, I really, really have a hard time doing it. Um, so that's been huge for me. Um, and again, just like getting first clients and, you know, like this is my first podcast interview. So just celebrating everything. And I don't even remember what the question was. Oh, it was, it was like, (laughs) oh, no worries. I mean, it was, it was an awesome answer too. Um, but like, what, what was it like the first moment, like you hit like a big, like milestone or something, or maybe you like the first time you created like your Instagram page, like wherever it was, like when you, when you saw like in reality that what you were doing was tangible and it was real, like what was the feeling, you know, that, that was, that was going inside of you, like also with the fear, right? Like, cause I'm sure there was, you know, other emotions that may have been going through you at the same time too. Yeah. All right. I went way off topic. So. Oh, no worries. (laughs) um, It's like this insanely powerful feeling I can't even describe, um, which I know people that are living in alignment with their hopes and their dreams and what they're supposed to be doing. They know what that feels like. But for somebody who had never who had never felt that, you know, because I'd always been living the life that I thought that I was supposed to be living. um, It was so big, like 
I've been brought to tears, happy tears, so many more times in the past two months of having this business than I think that I have in the rest of my 27 years of life. Like there, as I was talking about before, like the feeling of being proud of yourself and celebrating yourself and your victories is such a strong emotion and it's such an underrated emotion. Um, It's unreal. And it's so important for people to feel that and get into alignment with themselves so that they can feel that too. Um, But yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels really freaking good. That's awesome. Yeah. I, and it, and it's like, almost like you, you feel like there's a, uh, I don't know, like at least in my experience, this is what it feels like. It feels like there's like, um, like a hole in me that, that is like being filled, right? Like, like something that wasn't there before is like being filled up and just to feel that power and that not necessarily power, but just like joy, like inner joy and inner peace almost is just like so, so rewarding. And so like on that quest too, like you talk about how like gratitude has played such like a huge part in your quest for fulfillment. And we've had um, other guests on this show who have talked like a big thing about gratitude. And so I'm curious to hear like from your perspective, like how has gratitude really helped you in your journey and why is it so important to cultivate gratitude? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're not going to get what you want if you're not grateful for what you already have. And that's what it comes down to. Um, And it's really important to celebrate everything because you really, you're only on this journey once. So you only get to start once. You only get to launch your first program once. You only, you know, like stuff like that. You only get to wake up as self-employed on the first day once. So really enjoying those things, you have to be so happy and grateful for what you have along the entire journey, because otherwise it's success without fulfillment, you know? Um, But it's so important. And I tell people all the time because people really struggle with mindset Um, just along with like the 30 seconds of stopping what they're doing, just appreciate where you are. Like I live in a place where it snows a lot in the winter. So for me, a huge thing for me is like, stepping out right after a giant snowfall that smell you know and when there's no footprints in the snow and just tiny things you know like I get to wake up when I want and I have I get to wake up to my dog so for me like that's real that's something I'm grateful for every single morning that's such a tiny thing like so many people wake up with their dogs so many people get to have a great cup of coffee in the morning and you can either complain about the little things like oh my coffee was too hot this morning or there were some grounds in the bottom or it's freezing um things like that and like once you switch your perspective to gratitude your life gets so much better you're so thankful for everything rather than seeing the negatives and feeling rushed and feeling frustrated and the good stuff does not come to you when you feel like that and that's the secret yeah, that's awesome. And and I, I love how you, like you you pointed the contrast to that is is people who uh tend to uh you know look at the negative side of things when things don't go their way, right? Like, you know, the grounds in the coffee or it's it's snowing outside and you're like, "Oh man, I got to shovel snow" cuz like that's like the default of our brain, right? Like our our brain was meant to keep us or our brain was meant to keep us alive, not to make us happy, right? So it's like by cultivating the gratitude, you get to really shift 
that uh that the the way that the mind tends to work sometimes right so i mean i think i think that's just that's absolutely awesome so also for our listeners um so what would you say like are three steps or maybe three actions like additional to the you know taking the 30 seconds a day and and you know really looking into yourself but things that people can do today right now in order to lead a life of more fulfillment Sure. So gratefulness um, is the biggest one by far. Um, and then figuring out ways that you can help. Um, because when you help, you open up that piece of yourself that is open to receiving help. Right. Um, so those two are huge. And then the other one is goal setting. People don't set goals. Um, so whether that's a vision board, whether just tiny goals, um, but things that are going to propel you forward, I think those are the three biggest keys and start small. Um, so those are three small actions that can take you so far and you'll continue to do even when you're super successful, but definitely starting super small. So you're not overwhelmed because when people are overwhelmed, they shut down. So you're not going to do anything if you reach too far at first. Mm. Yeah, I like that. It makes me think of a quote. Uh, uh, the person who moves mountains began by moving small stones, right? Like it's 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 such a, a truth, right? Because like people try to bite off more than they can chew and then they get like their head blown off and they're like, well, see, I told you it wouldn't work out. So that's awesome. So yeah, so just to recap those three things, gratitude, uh, finding ways to help other people and, and three, setting goals, but realistic goals at first so you can start to build momentum. Like I think that's all really awesome. So um, because the show's all about fulfillment, like to you, what does fulfillment mean? And why is the work you do so fulfilling to you? So for me, fulfillment means having that feeling of joy. Not all the time. You're not going to feel it all the time, um, which I think is a huge mistake that people think. Um, so just having that joy and the fulfillment that comes from what I do is I get to help other people feel that joy, you know, and that freedom. And they get out of that quicksand of feeling trapped um and I get to watch their results and for me that's huge like because I can feel my own joy but it's that much more powerful for me when I get to watch other people's joy that I helped them find yeah that's awesome I I can't even like it's it's the best feeling in the world right like just helping other people to find that fulfillment and it's like a it's like a, a cycle right like when you like you get fulfilled by helping out someone else becoming fulfilled and like maybe that inspires someone else to help other people become fulfilled. And it's just like a whole cycle that just goes on and on. And I think that's just awesome. And and you definitely like outline in there. Um, also like one thing I'm just curious to ask, like, you know, what are maybe some books or uh, some, some courses or maybe even just some people that, you know, came across into your life that have had such a huge impact on, uh, on your life and your journey towards fulfillment. Sure. So definitely number one is that woman, Angie Lee. She's phenomenal. Um, she does work with women, but she is, she's just powerful. She's so happy. She believes in really instilling the power of play in people, which I think is forgotten a lot. People forget what it's like to feed that inner child. Um, and she's a great reminder of that. And she really has a great tribe of people and following and for me I've 
fallen into that and I've been able to go to her events and connect with other people that believe in those values. So for me, just finding those women that are so powerful and they help so many people and they have so much fun every day, a lot of people forget how important having fun is. Um, Her, my favorite book right now is a book called You're a Badass at Making Money and it's by Mm. Jen Sincero. I've listened to it probably six times this year um, because I learned something new every time. And especially I always listen to it as I'm going through a transitional money period because it's all about your money mindset and that freedom. And I suggest it to everybody. Um, And I think those were the two most pivotal things probably for me. Two of the courses I bought this year were Angie's courses. And then another big investment was one of her events across the country. Um, those have definitely been the two most pivotal things for me. And other books scattered in. I know it it depends on people's personalities and what they connect with. Um, but for me, those women are two that I really connect with. And they're doing really wonderful things. They're wonderful people. And that's really important to me. Yeah. And I'm sure what they're teaching is definitely definitely worthwhile because to look at your success and look at your fulfillment that comes from it it definitely like speaks a lot so uh for for all those for any women or or even i mean hell like i'm probably gonna check these uh these uh people and books out after this um definitely take note of that if you're looking for some new content to dig into um so before i ask my last question here where can our listeners find more about you or maybe if they want to uh to to reach out to you in order to look for coaching services, uh, how can they do that? Sure. So right now I am only on Instagram. So it's at Anna E. McCarthy. Um, I will be launching a website by the end of the month that'll have a breakdown of all of my program. Um, Instagram's been my main focus for right now for marketing and gaining clients. Um, so you're definitely welcome to reach out to me there. Follow me, DM me, connect with me. I I'm so loving getting to meet all these wonderful people and help them. So definitely reach out. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I totally suggest it, especially, um, you know, for any women out there who are, are really stuck because this is someone who has been in that position who can definitely relate to that feeling and to have someone who's been in that position and not only have been in that position, but to get out of there while being fulfilled in their lives and seeing success in all areas of their life. Like, you know, I think Anna is someone that can really help you out. And, you know, I, I would totally suggest it to uh, any women out there who are looking for someone to have that coach, that person who's going to hold them accountable and ultimately someone who's going to teach them what they need to do to really live a life of fulfillment. So totally suggest that. So for my last question here is like, what's the impact that you want to leave on the world? I want, I've been toying with this for a while. So I'm, I really want to make a wave. So where I live, there's not a huge life coaching community, which is part of the reason I held off for so long. Um, But then I realized, why not me? Why would I not want to be the one to really start that tidal wave? Um, So for me, I think to expand that community where I live um, is so huge for me because it's non-existent right now. Nobody has any idea what I'm doing. They're all like, I don't understand it. But to in a year have so many other people doing it and other people being touched by it. um, That's really my ultimate goal. 
That's awesome. <laughs> and, and I like to uh, how, oh, I hear your dog's there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no worries at all. I'm, I'm a huge dog guy. So it's, it's, it's great to hear. Great to hear uh, man's best friend there. But, um, <laughs> but I really love how you said that, you know, you're focused on like the area that you're in now. Right. And um, by the time that you do that, I'm sure like you'll start to look for like, how, how can I help out people outside of like my hometown too? So it's like, again, going back to like your, um, your tip on how it's saying like, you know, start, start with like relatively smaller goals and then build yourself up. So I think that is awesome. So Anna, thank you so much for taking the time today. It was a really awesome podcast. And, uh, and I'm sure that, you know, I mean, I learned a lot of speaking with you and, and I'm sure our listeners did too. And, um, and, and I really enjoyed this conversation. So thank you so much for it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. It's always fun. Of course, of course. So guys, if you really enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, do whatever can. It really helps us out. And uh, we really hope that this added value to your life. I know it just added value to mine. So um, I I hope the same for you. And tune in next week for another episode of The Art of Fulfillment. And we are on Instagram at Meditation for Millennials, on Twitter at Zenlennials, and on Facebook as well. So find us at those places. Send us any questions if you have any, whether it's on meditation, mindset, or just fulfillment. And we'll be more than happy to answer. All right, guys. Take care.